Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Monday. Gosh, it's already Monday. Uh, and it, uh, the market, eh, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's definitely improving. Uh, there's definitely, there's definitely improving and we are in a power trend. Um, but it does look like the debt ceiling talks are kind of causing some, some volatility in the market. Uh, and, uh, we definitely kind of have a Mexican standoff here with, uh, you know, with the Fed and, you know, uh, the Republicans and the, the, the Biden administration and, uh, nobody wants to budge, but, uh, but, uh, you know, we definitely are seeing some, uh, some optimism move back into the market. Um, definitely, uh, with, you know, with, uh, um, you know, with the way it's, with the way it's rolling today. Um, basically we did see some nice action in the NASDAQ and that of course is where, you know, the, uh, most of the tech stocks uh, are now. I have been buying today. I've been buying tech stocks pretty, pretty, uh, pretty regularly. Uh, I started on Friday, and I've started to move into some of the some of the uh, issues here. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is kind of this is kind of what the uh, this is kind of what the the uh, the way it's lining up. The Nasdaq was up about 0.5 percent, or about uh, uh, to twelve seven twenty. Uh, the S and P was up just, I mean, literally nothing. I mean, 0.01%, but the, the Dow was down. So we we're starting to see, I think some, some rotation here from, uh, from some of the Dow stocks and some of the tech stocks, not, not all the tech stocks, but the tech stocks that have been set up properly. I mean, that's really the, that's really the key here, uh, is the ones that have been set up properly. Um, just wanted to also put out put it out there for everyone. We are in a confirmed uptrend. Basically, we have upward motion on the three major indexes. Even though the Dow was down today, we, we've had uh, you know we've we've had several days of the market moving higher, starting in the last week and, and continuing on. So, right now is a good time to come out of cash. I was very very light going uh, before last week. I was you know I was less than. Uh, I was I was less than twenty percent in the market. Uh, that's now changed, and uh, I'm trying to uh, to get up to uh, about fifty sixty percent now. Uh, but of course, again, it's always trying to find the right things to uh, to, to to move into. I kind of want to show you uh, why that is the case. Uh, the spider. SPY, that's the ETF that covers the S&P 500, that moved up today, and the very critical level on the spider is about 420. So uh, we're definitely looking good there uh, with that. And if it can move past this and, and hold it, then we will be seeing even more uh, action in the market. So definitely a good sign that the fact that uh, the spider has come up to the 420 mark. So that's a good, good sign. I want to show you kind of what I have currently in the market. As you can see, I'm really, I've really expanded the number of issues that, that I'm in currently. Uh, I'm in AMD. That was up today. Uh, I'm also in Google, which, you know, uh, is Alphabet. Now there's two classes of Google stock. There's the A shares and the C shares. I'm primarily in the C shares. They're pretty much the same though. Uh, I just like to trade the C shares because they're the common uh, shares. Uh, the the volume was down, but the but uh, the price was up about two percent. So that's looking good too. Palantir. Now this one is 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 starting to make very very nice moves. Uh, PLTR is the symbol. It's come up. 
the critical thing, I started buying it when it moved past $10 a share. It's now at about $11.84. So in terms of uh, in, in terms of price action, this one's really, really good. The reason Palantir is seeing such uh, gains right now is because it's very involved in AI. So that's one thing that uh, that a lot of the uh, um, a lot of the investors are seeing in it. Also, it's uh, Peter Thiel is one of the original uh, investors in it, and of course, he was the uh, one of the original investors with the Elon Musk's um, Tesla, uh, and as well as. Uh, PayPal. So very, very famous in terms of that. Um, on uh, Rollins, I, this is the pest control company that I have. This has been a disappointment for me, I have to admit. Uh, I did trim my position in Rollins today. It dropped below a key level. I'll show you that in just a second here. Let's pull over to Rollins. Uh, I, did, uh, I did trim my position in this one because it violated... Um, the 50-day moving average. So let's pull that up here for everyone just so you can see it. Um, oops, there we go. There's Rollins. What happened was we came down below that 21-day moving average. Uh, I bought it right as it came up to the pivot at 42.59 of thereabouts. It pulled back. I thought it was going to get some support at the 21-day line. Did not get the support. And you can see this little red area here. This is the loss area. This is where I start cutting my losses. I cut uh, two thirds of my position here, so I'm down uh, down on that a little bit, uh, and it was a little off after hours. If this moves lower, I will I will probably fully get out of my position and wait to see if there's uh, any any uh, anything left to do there. Just want to show you a kind of an interesting infographic that I saw today, and this is uh, the companies that that, that uh, Elon Musk has created, and it's very interesting, I think. Uh, the first company, of course, is Zip2, which uh, he had he sold for $300 million. Can you believe that? To Compact, that was way, way back. And then took that money, invested in PayPal uh, that was sold for $1.5 billion. Wow, I wish I had some of that money. Uh, and then, of course, PayPal, he split that in half, and he created SpaceX, and he also invested in a prior company uh, and changed the name to Tesla. That's what course is probably where his bulk of his money is currently the valuation of that is about half a trillion dollars 520 billion dollars now there's only about four companies in the world that are worth approximately a trillion dollars of course apple being the, the largest google is in there uh um also amazon and i think that the third one i don't remember what the third one is but anyways that gives you the that gives you the kind of the the layout there. Also, create a company called OpenAI, and this is uh, starting to see a lot of traction as ChatGPT and a lot of the other uh, AI software companies are have traced their roots back to some of the original uh, stuff that uh, OpenAI created. Now, interestingly enough, Palantir, which is also uh, which we mentioned earlier, that one is an AI company, and I think they share some technology. I'm not exactly sure on that. Uh, but uh, current valuation on that, uh, OpenAI, uh, very, very significant uh, at about uh, $29 billion. Uh, the Boring Company, this is the company that, of course, uh, does the uh, underground. They've got a contract to to drill holes underneath Las Vegas. <laughs> so Teslas can drive around, I guess. Uh, not as much, worth, but it's worth over $5 billion, according to the valuations. Neuralink, this is the the uh, human machine interface company, 
not worth as much. And then, of course, everybody has been talking recently about Twitter, and that was purchased by Elon Musk for $45 billion. Wow, a lot of money there. Anyways, that's uh, that's kind of the kind of the little long and the short of it. Let's uh, take a look at some of the questions. Thank you so much, everybody, for taking a look at the show. And let's see. Okay, so let's go down here to questions. Why am I not getting that? <laughs> because I'm not pushing the right buttons, that's why. All right, so let's go to questions. Thank you so much. Drunk Squidward, thank you for for uh, looking at the show again today. Um, why are growth stocks outperforming safe stocks like Apple and Pepsi? Well, <laughs> simply because they were so beaten down. Um, you know, we're starting to see a... We're starting to see a, a, a shift in the market. And this is the thing. This is why I watch the indexes so carefully. And when we get a shift, that's why we want to start taking and moving into the areas where the capital is going. Right now, some of the beaten down stocks are seeing a lot of, uh, are, are just seeing a lot of interest. And um, just kind of want to go over some of the ones that I've been buying today. Uh, one of them, of course, is... Um, one of them, of course, is Palantir, PLTR. Now, this is a very interesting stock, primarily because it's an AI-based stock. Uh, okay, there, Palantir. So let's go take a look at this one really quickly. Okay, there we go. So this is Palantir. I've, I've tried a number of times with this one, you know, and had some false starts and had to, had to cover my losses and the whole thing. But as you can see, I started buying this when it reversed. This is the reversal line here. Basically came up, reversed, and then pulled back. And that's where I started buying Palantir. Now, it's up in the aftermarket action. Uh, it's almost up to $12, which is amazing because just a few days ago, I started buying it basically here at five, at $9.53. So we've moved past the resistance here, which is at $10.31. We've moved up nicely. We moved. We just we just shot up right above the buy zone, so I couldn't get another buy in on the buy zone. It just it just went up so fast that I couldn't deal with it. So I had to buy it up here. I had to buy it uh, basically as it pulled back just slightly. That's where I got in again. So it wasn't easy to get in. Many of the best stocks are going to be tough to get into. They're not going to give you a whole lot of time, and you kind of got to watch them. Right now, the computer software enterprise area is improving significantly in terms of the ranking. Right now, it's 36. The group, computer software enterprise group, is 36 out of 197. 197, of course, being the, um, the number of different divisions in the stock market. Now, I've, what I've done here is, is, and I don't think you can, I think you can see it. Here we go. Uh, let's go to the weekly chart because it's a little easier to see on that. But this is the computer software enterprise area. This is where a lot of the software companies are. They were incredibly beaten down, as you can see. Basically, back here, and right before the what, right before COVID, they reached their zenith, their 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 height. And if you look at the the index as a group, it was way up here at 3,600. It pulled all the way back. It then bottomed out basically here. December, October of, of 2022. Uh, so far this year, it's moved up and then moved back. It's been sort of trading on the 50-day uh, line. We'll see if this is the this is the this is the movement up. It definitely is looking better, 
The relative strength is 85 of this group. So we're starting to see hopefully things come in to the come come in here. The stocks in this group, basically the biggest biggest one, of course, Salesforce. I don't own this one, but uh, these are some of the ones you should look at. Definitely look at Shopify. I don't own it. I'm trying to find a place to buy it. Also, Snowflake is on there and Workday. If you're not familiar with these stocks, good idea to maybe Google them just to see kind of what's going on. I think that they have, if we see a nice movement into the in, into this area, the software enterprise area, this is where I think some of the money will, will head. So we want to be taking a look at, uh, you know, of course, SAP is in there. That's a German, that's on the German stock exchange. But the ones I'm really concerned with, Shopify, Snowflake, Workday. Those are the ones I really like. Also Palantir, as you can see, that's moving up very, very quickly. But it, again, the 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 big the big the big three in the software enterprise Salesforce SAP and ServiceNow ServiceNow is also a great stock but it's a little bit it, it, I don't know if it will double so that's a that's a thing for that all right so thanks for that thanks for that question that's that's a great question all right let's look at Fortinet now I did thank you Lisa very much for asking about if I had a nice weekend I appreciate that uh, let's let's look at Fortinet I did buy Fortinet today. It was uh, up, and this is another area of software that I do really, really like. It is the software security area. There's a number of great companies in here. I think Fortinet is the leader, though. Let's take a look. And I did buy it today. I hope it didn't, you know. Yeah, there we go. We had a very nice, um, you know, we, we, had a, we had a very nice uh, kind of a gap above the the buy point, the buy point 69.07 on Fortinet. Currently, it's 69.70. I was able to get in, yeah, just you know, not not as much as I would like uh, at uh, a 70.73. So I'm off a little bit on this one. It what happened is it came through the pivot, it moved up into the buy zone, and then it pulled back. So hopefully tomorrow we're going to see a little bit of positive action on this. But I definitely like this stock. 93 relative strength. That means it's in the top seven percent of stocks currently and if you notice this little kind of egg there that means that that uh, this was at least since the last base this was the highest volume one of the things i want to look about uh, with fortinet is taking a look at the fundamentals because it did just come through earnings we any stock that can move up and and change its sales 20 percent quarter over quarter that's one you should be looking at and that definitely is the case here they just came through earnings uh, their sales are up 32% quarter over quarter, and their profits, and this is the key, 79%. So Fortinet is definitely one that I think you should look look at. It's still in the buy zone, so you could potentially buy this one uh, tomorrow if if you wanted to get into this area. I do like the stock a lot, uh, and in the group, let's. I wanted to see what the ranking is in the group, but I think the ranking is pretty good for this. I uh here we go the ranking uh of in terms of size uh fortinet yeah it's number two after palo alto networks so i definitely like it best the same size as palo alto so this software security area is a very strong area and we have a buy signal on fortinet right now so that's really good uh, and let's look at MRK. I'm not in MRK, but let's take a look at it anyways. MRK. Ooh. 
There we go. And that is Merck. Merck, the massive drug company. Uh, now, this, of course, is more of a um, safety stock here. Uh, interestingly enough, I mean, I we're starting to see movement of the funds out of some of the consumer stocks into some of the more speculative stocks. So that's showing, you know, a little bit more risk appetite. Merck, it came up to the buy point here, uh, and then it and then it retreated a little bit, and it's making a move higher. I do like this stock. I mean, this is extremely profitable stock. Relative strength, 87 on it, so it's in the top 13%. So it's a good stock. I'm not currently in this one, but and it is a little bit weaker uh, checklist, only 67 checklists. But if you want a stock that's sort of a, you know, sort of sort of looking like it's going to make a move higher, this not, might not be a bad area uh, to be in. Uh, the group is 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 improving. There's there's definitely money flowing into this issue, and on the technicals, we're right at the 21 day line. So that's not a bad place to buy it. Um, studies have shown that if you buy a rise in a rising stock close to the 21 day line that typically gives you some of the best opportunities coming into a stock so this is a good place to buy it it's up in the after hours almost 115 uh but it's right in the buy zone so you definitely could buy this one i'm not currently in this but there's so many stocks that set up last week that i'm just trying to go through and balance my portfolio i may be uh thank you for bringing this up uh lisa really appreciate it because i haven't really been focusing on the big drug companies as much as I should. So that's really, really good stock. And and I think you could definitely buy it here. Uh, it's not a bad place to buy it at all. What's your thought on Zim? Now, Zim, of course, is a shipping company. It's the Israeli national shipping company. And uh, it, in the, you know, at the beginning of the year, it was doing extremely well. But unfortunately, it just hasn't produced much of anything uh, in the last, you know, uh, in, in the last few months. Now, here's the thing about shipping, you know, when it was, when it was looking like we were going to see when, when, it, when, it, when we were looking at, uh, you know, at, at commodities becoming more scarce, that was an issue, but you know, with inflation, it just, it just right now shipping has, has sold off. It's got a 15 relative strength Probably, I mean, I don't think I would buy it here just because it's still moving lower and currently at 1464. Now, here's the thing. What happened, What and part of the reason I think that uh, Zim has had some issues is because Zim, it, it just went through earnings and their sales were off 53%. So there's a big sell-off going on right now on it. Uh, the price-to-earnings ratio, though, on it is one, so... If you're going to buy this, you're going to practically get the the amount in dividends. So that might be that might be something that you want to look at. But the price to earnings ratio on this is one. It's absolutely amazing. The cash flow on it, of course, is huge. But you know, you could probably buy this just for the just for the dividends alone. Um, but it in the la, you know in terms of in terms of the price of the stock and the action on it, I think that you know you got to be super careful here. Now, could it go lower than this? Absolutely. We could see this thing go probably down to 10, I mean, uh, before it turns around. So I would be out of this stock. There's a lot of sell, you know, came through earnings. There was a lot of selling going on here. Would I short it here? Probably not. And the reason is because we're in it. We're in it. Uh, the market is moving higher. Don't want to short in a, 
in a, an upward trending market. So just not, unfortunately, I mean, it was doing fantastic. It was way up here at 2025. This is where I was more, you know, trading it in the first, first quarter. That's where we were looking really good. But, you know, it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, the, the, the bloom is off the rose, unfortunately. So it's just one of those things. All right, let's look at shop. Uh, this is, this is a stock that I really want to find a way to get into. I really like this company um, because a lot of the, you know, many of the mid-sized retailers, you know, they have to have an online presence and they just don't have the, the technical, uh, the, the, the technical staff that a company like, you know, Walmart has. So they use Shopify and uh, I know, uh, you know, where here at the, office um number of people that uh, do there's a company here that does shopify optimization and it's it's doing very very well so really really like the company don't own it i did i as you can see i've traded it here in the past taken some profits kind of waiting for it to pull back closer to the to the um a little bit closer to the 21 day line currently shopify is it's a little extended it's about 6.4 percent above the 21 day line um, so I'm just kind of, I have a watch on this one. I'm watching this. I'm not buying it currently. It's unfortunately way above the buy zone, the, the pivot on it, 49.88. So it, it just, it just came through. It had, it had, you know, when it came through earnings, it just gapped up and now it's going to pull back. I think it's going to pull back with a handle. That's why I'm looking for it possibly to buy it, you know, closer to that 21 day line, which is right here. But so I have this watch listed. I really would like to buy this, but right now I'm not in it just because of the setup. Uh, it just doesn't have the, the right setup uh, yet, but it will get there, I think. M-E-L-I, this is Mercado Libre. It's sort of the Amazon of Latin America. When I was down in Mexico City in no, last November, I saw these trucks all over the city. It was absolutely amazing. This is a great company that I really hadn't been all that aware of until I was down there. But uh, fantastic company. It was, it's up after hours, 1345 um, uh, price after hours. Can you buy it here? Well, I, I just I would be a little bit careful. I kind of want to wait for this to base again. I think it's I think if you bought it here, it's a little you're buying it a little bit high because you know really the, the pivot is a thousand and ninety-five. It's already 13. So it's very extended above that. Uh, it's also extended above the 21-day line. So I would pass on buying Mercado Libre only because it's a great company. It's just not at the right location in the chart yet. Um, you know, I think it needs to pull back and, and form another base, and then, then you could buy it. But this is a terrific company. It's in the top 2% of all stocks. Now, of course, if you look at the, the weekly chart, you can see that it's a blue dot special, which in, if you if you have this the software the same software that i use which is uh marketsmith it shows that this is a very very strong reaction to earnings and as you can see it came through earnings but i would i i think it's extended i just i just wouldn't buy it at this point just because of the because of the chart that's the only thing anything else it's looking really really good all right um do you post ticker let's take i'm taking oh palantir is trash okay well then I could see that, but uh, I've made money on it. Um, can you do a chart analysis for the QQQ? This is coming from um, this is coming from TikTok. Thanks for everyone looking at TikTok. Let's look at the QQQ. What the QQQ is for everyone that doesn't know, 
it is a ETF, an exchange-traded fund, that covers the top 100 stocks by valuation in the NASDAQ. So that's the QQQ. All right, let's take a look at the, at the let's first of all, let's take a 20,000 foot view. This is the monthly chart. As you can see, uh, the QQQ hit its all-time high back here right before COVID. This was in November. So this is, this is the, this is the, this is where it hit its, um, this is where it hit its all-time high, uh, was back here, um, you know, we, we, was was back here. Then it pulled back. We basically, I think, saw the low in the queues really in the, um, about midway through 2022. It's been moving up ever since. Now, if we go to the weekly chart, kind of a little bit better view here, you can see this a little bit better. Okay, it started to make a move. It's It started to make a move. It's, you know, before... It was below the it, it it the QQQ was 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 trading below the forty uh, week moving average and you don't really and that was it was very hard to buy it then but now that it's moved above it we 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 have a situation where we could possibly take a look at it now currently in the weekly chart it's extended so right now uh, right now it's extended but if we go to the daily chart. You can see that's really the place to have bought it would have been would have been right here at 213. Of course, that was way back basically in the mid mid-March. That's really where it started to make its move. It's out of the it's it's out of the buy zone. So what we have to do is we have to wait for it. If we're gonna buy the QQQ, we need to wait for it to pull back a little bit closer to the 21-day moving average. And currently it's you know, 3%, 3.68, above the 21-day moving average. So theoretically, we could buy it here um, if we wanted to get exposure. If we wanted to get more exposure to the NASDAQ, but we didn't really want to pick any particular stock, this might be a good way to get some exposure. It's a little bit extended. So what I would recommend doing is try and maybe put in a limit order. If you're going to try to, to buy the QQQ at about 330, that would probably be a pretty good area. But uh, if I was if I was in this and I'm not in this currently, um, uh, you know, you know, I would definitely hold here. This is this is a good action. The relative strength of the QQQ is 87, which puts it in the top 13 percent of the market. So that's looking very, very good. So very, very interesting uh, analysis there. Um, it is viable at this level primarily because it is close enough to that 21 day line. It is above though the 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 actual buy point on this one is 1313. It's now at thir- it's now at uh, 337. I would try to buy it close to maybe uh, one uh, 325 or 330. That's kind of where I would buy it, but you know it definitely is viable and it's not extended. so you definitely could buy it here. That's a very, very good way to get exposure to um, that's a very, very good way to get exposure to the market is by buying the Qs. So QQQ. So that looks very good. All right, let's take the next question. Hi, Jim. Any thoughts on Oracle and Aqua? I don't know AQUA, but let's look at Oracle. Oracle is the biggest stock in the software enterprise group. Um, ORCL. And of course, 
they moved their headquarters to Austin, Texas, believe it or not, from Redwood Shores. They were there for many years, and then they moved to Austin. So they're now based in Austin. Very profitable company, of course. You know, almost all the major Fortune 500 companies use um, use Oracle software. It's you know they they're really the original. Uh, they're they're the oops they're the original company um, for SQL based uh, database software. So uh, there you go. Okay, so we're 101. By the way, this is another thing is that interestingly enough, studies have been done and round numbers on stock prices can be very key. It's currently trading at 101. Uh, the the buy point on it coming out of a cup with handle base was 91. So it's fairly close to the, the 21 day line. Is it viable? Uh, just barely viable. 4.13% above this green line here, which is the 21 day line. Oops, there we go. That's the that's the 21 day line. So it is viable here. The relative strength, though, if you notice, it's it's keeled over a little bit, and it is pointing down. I suspect you're going to see it tomorrow close closer to that 21-day line. If it moves down to about 100, you could probably put an order in there. Uh, but I would try to buy it at the 10-day line, and the 10-day line is 99.12. So that's what I would do. I would put in a limit order uh, if I wanted to get into Oracle at about 99. Um, 99.17. Now, I want to take a look, kind of look at two stocks here really quickly. I want to look at Oracle, and I also want to look um, at, uh, let's look at Oracle from, basically from the first of the year, and compare that to, I'm just trying to think, uh, Fortinet, FTNT. This is the security software company. Uh, that I did, uh, that that I uh, that I bought today. Uh, let's see, uh, let's see if we can get that done there. And what I'm doing here is I'm looking at um, I'm I'm looking at two stocks, of course, Oracle, which is the largest in the software enterprise area. Oh, there we go. Uh, and then I'm also looking at Fortinet, which is the security software company. Little, it's since the first of the year. Now, this is the first of the year. Um, Fortinet has outperformed Oracle. Now, it looks like it's probably going to continue, but they're both doing quite well. So uh, definitely, definitely good to take a look at. All right, let's look at Aqua. A, A, is it A-Q-U-A? And there we go. Now, I don't know this company at all, but it's a water technologies company. Interesting. And so let's see. Interesting company. Um, it pulled back down to the 50-day moving average. Okay. It's in a consolidation. So what happened was it came up to the buy point, the 51, and then it, it, it did get a high of 50, 52.30. Then the, the, the selling pressure came in, pulled it back. So now it's trading below the top of the range. So 
it does look like here, I would be careful with this one. I you, know, you never can tell, but it definitely looks like a reversal to me. So it definitely looks, when, what happens with these consolidations is the stock will come up, it will hit the buy point, and then it will trend down, and then it will hit the floor, it will trend up, and that's kind of what happened here. And then it will start trending down. So I think this is going to trend down at least in the next few trading sessions. That's my guess, even though it is up after hours. So I don't know quite what's going on there. They did have earnings. Uh, their earnings per share were down. Um, so I don't know. I would watch this, this one. I would not buy this. It does look like it's probably going to make a move lower. So that's my guess on it. Um, so out of the two... <coughs> Oracle is definitely the one that you want there. Uh, say something about Bitcoin. Well, I don't. Okay, we can take a look at Bitcoin. Let's, this is for figure TikTok. I want to take a look two uh, ETFs. One is called Bitto, B-I-T-O. And I just want to see how, bit, how it's trading. Yeah, that doesn't look good to me. Um, it definitely moved higher, though. It meant... It made a it made a move. Now, if you want to buy Bitcoin, this might not be a bad way to do it. Uh, would be to buy the ETF Bitto B I T O, and it looks like it's up in the after hours, um, though it's still on a downward trend. So hmm, I don't know, but it definitely is looking fairly strong. Let's look at the GBD um, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. That's the other one. G G B T C. Now. These are ETFs that cover Bitcoin. They're not Bitcoin. Um, but part of the reason when I trade Bitcoin in like IRAs, I use these ETFs to do it. Uh, so that's a way to go. But let's compare them. I want to compare these two charts. Uh, and I'm going to go back to the first of the year. And then I'm going to, I'm going to match that with Bitto, B-I-T-O. These are really the two... Um, the the two um, the, these are these are the these are the two ETFs that cover Bitcoin. So let's take a look at the comparison here. So if we're looking at Bitcoin, um, you know we've 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 had an upward trend. We basically kind of it peaked out about about April, and then. It's taken a move lower. So if we're looking at these ETFs, the, the better of the two is the GBTC. This is the one I've traded the most, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and then, then Bitto is lower than that. But it's definitely, you know, since the first of the year is up. So it's definitely something that you could look at. Now let's look at, I, I want to see this since maybe um, July. I want to see, I want, I want to see this since, since oops. I want to see this since July. There we go. Let's take a look at it at since July. That's one. That's seven, one, two thousand twenty three. Yep. Seven, one. Oops, two, three. <laughs> There we go. Took me took me a little bit to get that. All right. So yeah, there we go. 
so basically this is uh beto versus uh gbtc really since um well i guess since the first of the year but right now i wouldn't be buying this it looks as if uh at least for right now it looks like bitcoin is in a downward trend so i would be very careful i would be very very careful doing that right now all right let's see thoughts about pyxs a trade in the system uh, okay huh Okay, PYXS. I don't know this stock, but there's always something. PYSX. See. Still trying to find this. PYXS. PYXS. There we go. This is an oncology company. Okay, how many doing with cancer? I don't I don't know this stock. But let's look. Biotechs are more difficult because there's more stocks that are biotechs than just about anything else. So it's a tough area of the market for me, anyways. Um, here's the thing: I probably would not be buying this stock, even though if if you have some inf information that's different. Um, but I don't have enough information on this stock really to really to give you an op opinion on it. But one of the things I do, I'm looking at here, it's less than three dollars a share. So I mean, it's three seventy one a share, which potentially could be a problem because many of the bigger companies would not invest in it. Also. With a biotech stock, you've got to look at it very carefully because this has no earnings. This company has no earnings. Their 28% funds are in this and everybody else, but their cash flow is negative. And in this kind of market, it's not like it was two, three years ago. So I would be very careful about this one. I would, probably would not invest in this. I want to see it move above $10. And I also want to see some more participation. In it. But let's look to see if there's any big funds are in this one that's the really that's the that's the real question to see if what the ownership it looks like for this particular um you know for this particular issue so i'm looking here at the funds that are in this one it looks as if uh in this one i'm seeing primarily b plus funds i'm not seeing any a funds oh and no, i'm saying one that's that's not that's not true yeah i'm seeing one a fund but everything else, not so much. And the reason is really because it's not above $10. So it's really not investable by the A funds. I would steer clear of this one just because it doesn't have enough following yet. And maybe it's, it, it could potentially be excellent, but it just doesn't have enough following yet. So I would wait. You know, why not invest in a, in a Merck or something like that that's solid, at least for right now, and wait for this one, watch this, this one, wait for it to move you know, up to about $10 and become investable. But thank you for that very, very much. I'm not sure if you cover BTC, uh, this is here, AKBC in the summer. Well, you know, that's true. I mean, a lot of people will say, say that because of gold and all that stuff. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, and the reason I doubt it is because of what I was talking about with the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust and BITO, B-I-T-O. They just don't show it in the chart. So, I mean that's that's sort of my that's sort of my proxy for it. 
I, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that would love to have it up there, um, and it may go there eventually. But right now, I just don't think you can, you can, you can, you can. I mean, it's, I mean, I just don't think that's the. I just don't think that's the case. So I'd be very, very careful. Right now, and I know this sounds very strange, but in this kind of environment we're in, cash is king, not not anything else. Right now, uh, most many many big uh, big companies don't have enough cash to fund their debt payments. So right now, cash is king. I'd be very very careful with Bitcoin. Um, I'm not saying it won't happen, but I'm just saying that you know, I'd be careful. <laughs> just just personal. Just, just personal opinion on that. So, so, but I would, you know, I, I definitely would watch it. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, it's not watchworthy. It's just, uh, it's just not, um, you know, it's just not the uh, that I the, nothing what I would look at. All right, let's look at Palantir. Um, um, this is one of the ones that I am in. I did. I, I have been. Trying to accumulate uh, Palantir. I like the stock a lot for a lot of reasons. Uh, PLTR, um, and the reason I like it, of course, is because it is an AI stock, and right now that seems to be something that uh, people are interested in is AI, and so I definitely think that uh, you know that that this one has a future. All right, let's jump in it. All right, so here is the here's the chart for oops for Palantir. Okay, there we go. Here's the chart for Palantir. I'm going to go back to the daily chart here, kind of show you kind of what I've been doing with it. Let's see if we can jump back. There we go. So now you now you're kind of seeing some of the marks of where I started. I I basically started moving into it right after the trend line. And then you know, I st I think I still think this has legs. It it gapped up, then it it it, it adjusted, and then it, and then it moved higher again. <coughs> it's up after hours, not a lot, only about three cents. But I definitely think, even though this is extended, this stock is extended. I still think that you could probably get in here. I think that you know, this is a tough one to trade, but I just think it's moving higher. I just I just really do. This is. You know, this is the $12 level. I think it could easily move to the $14, $14.50 level very, very quickly. I think that could happen quite quickly. So potentially we could look, you know, no guarantees here, but I think we could see, you know, a 15% gain here uh, in the next two weeks. So I think we could see about 15% up in the... I've been trying to accumulate a position. I think that some of the big money is coming into this. And let's take a look to see kind of, the ownership here. Once this passed $10 a share, that's really was the green light for a lot of big funds to come in. And I'm kind of checking to see, um, you know, mostly B plus funds, of course, because it's under $10, but it, I think it does have some A funds. Let's see if I can, you know, let's see if I can see that. Oh, maybe. Yeah. We've got a bunch of A funds in there. Uh, yeah. A lot of them actually. Uh, Vanguard. Uh, I'm just looking at the, really good Schwab. Yeah. So what's happening, we're seeing a lot of a fair amount of A plus funds coming in here. These are mid cap funds. So once it, once it went past $10 a share, that's where the green light really to, to invest in this. And that's kind of what I see. I see that, you know, I see that, that we're going to have a floor pretty much 
at about $10, and I think it could move up from there. Now, this is in the past when it came out. This has been, you know, this has been up here at $40 a share. I don't know if we're going to see that again, but I definitely think we're going to, moving forward, we're going to see some movement into the into the funds. If we're looking at the fundamentals, uh, their sales were up 18% last quarter, but their profits were up 159%. So that's looking very good. So I still think we could start a position in Palantir. I love trading it. Uh, you know, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Two more. And then that's it. Unfortunately, today. SDGR. Let's see if I can get that up for everybody. And well, <laughs> okay. Third time's a charm. There we go. Huh, Schrodinger. I don't know this company. It is... Okay, so it's a drug company. Interesting. Let's go to the daily chart. Huh. Again, I wish I had more information. I wish it's better on these drug companies. I'm just... That is where I'm weak. I tell you, that's where I'm weak on, on trading. But... Boy, look at that. Very nice. It's coming out of this kind of, you can't see it on, it isn't marked on the chart, but this is a definitely a cut basis. It came up to the higher high and just zoomed right past it. So there's definitely accumulation in this stock. That's, it's true. I mean, there's, there's accumulation. Top 2%, it's about 344 funds are in it. That's looking good. Checklist is excellent. Wow, this is a good stock. The only, my only concern is, with this in terms of tactical is that it is a little bit extended above it. Well, it's not, it's right on the, it's right on the 21 day line, 20.52. So yeah, you could actually buy this, believe it or not. I, again, I don't know this company, but on the technical action, I think, it, I think you could green light this one for a buy. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good, that's, that's a really good, uh, uh, that's a really good, uh, um, that's a really good thing to bring up there. I really, that's, this is, a, yeah, this is definitely viable. Definitely viable. All right. And last one. Exxon Mobil bought lithium drilling rights. In, yeah. Exxon, you know, again, it's, you know, that's a long, Exxon is, you know, is one of those boring stocks that just makes the money. I mean, if we look, let's look at Exxon Mobil just really quickly because, you know, and I sold it, but only sold it just because I, I wanted I wanted more room in my portfolios, but you know it's made this bounce. It's come down to the to the fifty day. You know, if you're buying a stock like this long term, this is a great place to buy it. Is right at the two hundred day line because it's oscillated, and then as you can see, it's come down and it's gotten support here. So this is a super place to buy it. Actually, um, I don't think Exxon's going out of business anytime soon. At least as far as I know, <laughs> is going out of business. So uh, that this is not a bad place to buy it. I wish I had bought it. At, I wish I had bought it at like this before. But this, if you want to get into a long-term leader, this is a long-term leader. Oops. This this is a definite long-term leader. Now, hopefully, I can let me grab the. Yeah, there it goes. It's letting me grab it. Um. One of the things I want to point out here on ExxonMobil 
If you can buy this at a discount, you always want to do it because look at that. The price to earnings is seven. The cash flow is $20 per share. That's absolutely amazing. When you consider the price of the stock, it's producing $20 a share in profit. Now, of course, you don't get that because that's that's not the dividend, but this is a company. It did <coughs> this last quarter. Their sales went down a little bit, but their profits per share were just right on target. So just a fantastic stock all the way around. And, you know, you can show up the chart here. Just a fantastic stock all the way around. This is a, probably a good place to buy it on the pullback right now at 105. I think it's it's a, it's a good buy. It's a good buy. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for taking a look at the show. So appreciate it, of course. Um, if you could uh, jump on the the like, uh, if you could hit the like button, that helps us a lot uh, getting out there. I'm going to try to do some things hopefully in the next few weeks with keyword searches to get it out to more people. But until then, smash the like button. It really, really helps us out um, smashing the like button. <coughs> also, if you're not already a subscriber, easy to do. Uh, and you're on TikTok, just take a picture of this, um, take a picture of this, uh, uh, QR code and it'll lead you right to the action trade alerts, um, sign up page. That's pretty easy. Or just go to www Dallas trading floor. I'll be back tomorrow at five. Thanks everybody. Thanks for your, your great questions. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow at 5. Happy trading. <laughs>